Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We're beginning tonight's shear in Simon Lamed Beis. We're up to Sivches. We were in the middle of Sivches last night. And we'll pick up where we were up to. The Machaber said on the bottom of page 84, We need that the cloth is tanned with a gallnut or with lime. We said also it has to be done, the Ibar has to be done l'shmo. And then the Machaber said, You have to do the beginning of the Ibud. You have to speak it out with your lips. It's good to speak out with your lips in the beginning of the Ibud that you're being Ma'abid the or l'shem tefillin or l'shem sefer Torah. But if you were Ma'abid or l'shem mezuzah, it's puzzle. So we're going to explain all that today. But what we were up to, we were in the middle of Simen Chafei which is the very bottom of page 84, turning on to page Mem Gimel. So we'll start from that Mishabura. The Mishabura says that even though the Machaber says that it's good to speak out with your lips in the beginning, beyond the beginning of the process in which it's better to speak it out, we said that if you thought it, it's okay also, but beyond that, you do not have to think or say that it's Lashma. Just in the beginning alone, even if the tanning takes many days, because anyone who does the tanning and he does it with the proper kavana in the beginning, so then it, it sticks with that kavana the whole time. It goes adas rishona. Now we're turning to the top of page Mem Gimel, and this is what we ended off with. We're going to read a note from the Chazan Ish in a moment. The beginning of the Ibu that we're saying you have to speak out that it's Lashma, that's talking about when you place the skins inside the lime. And not when you place the ore in the water before you put it in the lime. That's not called Ibud yet. The Ibud starts when you put it inside the Sid, not when you put it in the water before the Sid. We pointed out at the end of yesterday, no 43, the Chazanesh explains that the Mishabura holds that putting in the water is not part of the process of the Ibud, and therefore it does not need to be done Lashma. And if you did it Lashma, it doesn't help you with the Ibud afterwards. You'd have to do also the placing in the Sid Lashma as well. That's what the Chazanesh told us is the Das of the Mishabura. And then we ended off with this point in the fourth line in note 43. However, the Chazanish disagrees with the Mishabura. The Chazanish holds that if you soak the, the leathers, the skins, inside the water, If you continue to do the rest of the avoda of the tanning, you do not have to have any other thoughts or statements of Lashma, the water, when you put it in the water, that's enough. So he holds that counts as the Lashma for the whole process of the tanning, assuming you don't give it over to a guy in the middle. Because so the bottom line is, that is the beginning of the work of the tanning. And he established in his mind that he's doing that, L'Shem Sefer Torah. And we could call upon that placing in the water, 
And then he adds on one other very important thing, the Hosef. And here the Chazanish adds on, Shem Omar Bitzchila Betherish Shekol HaAvodah Shiyaseh Yu B'Shem Sevetorah. If he do- says in the beginning that all the work that he's going to do in the tanning is going to be done L'Shem Sevetorah, it's Machshma Shenechshav HaDover Ki'ilu Omar L'Shma B'Shas HaAvodos Atzman. It's as if he said along the way each point that he's doing it L'Shma with that one announcement in the beginning that all the things he's going to do are going to be L'Shma. And we saw the same idea in the Be'alacha L'gabi, the spinning of the strings for Tzitzis. And if you do that, if you say everything I'm going to do is L'shma, it's Ke'il, you spoke it out along the way at each step of the process, and you don't have to come on to this idea that that everything is dependent on the beginning. You don't have to even come on to the, the statement that we said because you're doing it each step along the way, and that's even better. That's what the Chazanish says. Now let's go weiter to the last point the Mechaber says, which is interesting. The Mechaber said that you, what you should say in the beginning is that you're being ma'abed the or l'shem tefillin or l'shem sefer Torah. But if you did a l'shem mezuzah, it's puzzle. So let's see what exactly is going on over there with the Mishavura in Sivkatan Chavav, which is the third line on Mem Gimel. L'shem Sefer Torah, the Kedushasa Chamura Mitzvillin, because the Kedusha of a Sefer Torah is a more serious Kedusha, a higher level Kedusha than Tzvillin, Ubechlal Masayim Mona, and included in 200 is 100. So if you have Kavana in the Ibud for Sefer Torah, which is a higher level, included in that is the Kavana for Tzvillin as well. The Afal Pikein Mutter Lashanos Lutzvillin Umazuzos after Kedushasam Kalamimena. And so even though you are Kavana for the higher level Kedusha, you still are allowed to change to a lower level Kedusha of Tzvillin or Mezuzos, even though it's not quite at the level of the Sefer Torah. Now we'll explain all this in a very important note in one second. But to change it to something that's going to be totally Chol, no Kedusha at all, that's going to be Aser. And unless you specified specifically in the beginning of the tanning, so unless you said specifically that you could change it if you want to something that's chol, you can't change it to chol. So we have over here a funny thing. On the one hand, you're designating it, you're doing the tanning, the shame Sefer Torah, and then you could change it to a lower level Kedusha of Tefillin or Mezuzah, but you can't change it to chol. So that's a funny thing, because if we say Hazman and Milsa, if we say that preparation is something, so it was for the higher level Kedusha. Malam you can't go down in Kedusha. So how do you go down to Tfil and Mezuzah? And if you say that it's not, it's nothing, Hazman Alav Milsa, and you could go down to Tfil and Mezuzah, so why can't you go down to Chol? So what exactly is going on over here? That you are Ma'avi, the Shem Sefer Torah, you can then use it for the lower Kedusha, Tfil and Mezuzah, but you can't use it for Chol. So in note 44, he brings a beautiful explanation of the Mugan Avram. Even though in general it's true, we don't lower something down from a higher level Kedusha to a lower level Kedusha. Kan Mutter. Here it is Mutter. All it is is designation. Now, we're going to see later on that if you designate a, a bag, let's say for a tefillin bag, and you didn't yet use it for tefillin, you could change it to whatever you want. As we'll see, we hold hazmana lav milsihi. Preparing it in your mind without actually using it is nothing. So if I prepare a tefillin bag, I say, this is going to be my tefillin bag. But I don't actually put my tefillin in it, I can start using it to store my, my, uh, my candies if I want. I don't have to, it doesn't have to, it doesn't get the kedusha yet. So over here, the Magen Avram is saying that even though in general we're not moored from a Kedusha Chamru of Kedusha Kala, here it's Mutter because all it is has, is Hasmana, which is nothing. 
Well, if it's nothing, then why can't you use it for chol? So says the Magen Avram, Mikom Makom, Ein Dino Kazmona Greda. This is not like a regular Hazmona, like the example of the Tefillin bag. Sharem Mavur V'Shochnar L'Kamon, Shazmona L'Avnusi. We're going to see later on that Hazmona is nothing. And you could change it to, to a candy bag. Here it's different, because you can't use it for chol. Why? There it's Mutu L'Shanosu Afudvar Chol. When you just do Hazmona for a bag for Tefillin, you could decide to change your mind and use it for a candy bag. But here it's different. This is the key point. The Mughan Avram says that you have to say that over here where the Hazmana is not just for a Tashmish of Kedusha. It's not just a bag that's going to be used to house the Kedusha of the Tefillin. It's a, it's a Gufa Kedusha. And those, these are the cloth that you're going to write the Tefillin on. This itself is the Kedusha. And therefore, even though by something that's only a Tashmish of Kedusha, a bag for the Tefillin, there we say, Hazmana, Lav, Milsi, Hazmana is nothing until you actually use it. But over here, where it's the Gufa Kedusha, it's more serious, there Hazmana has a little more power, and it's enough to knock it out that you can't use it for Chol, but not enough that you can't lower it down from one Kedusha to another. In other words, it must be used for Kedusha, but it doesn't have to be used for the ultimate level of Kedusha that you designated it for, because Hazmana is not fully a Milsa, but Hazmana is not Lav Milsa either. So therefore, this cloth that you designated for a Sefer Torah could be lowered down for Tefillin and Mezuzah, but can't be lowered all the way down to be used for Chol. Let's just finish the note. So, Adif Hadavar Mehazmana Greda, this is stronger than regular Hazmana, Uba'ofen Zahazmana Musahi. And in this scenario where it's for the Gufa Kedusha, we say Hazmana is something. Va'asr Lashanoso Lidvar Chol, and it's also to change it to use it for Chol, Kamavur Biramasham. So that's the Magan Avram explains, like the Mishabura says, that if you designated it for a Sefer Torah, since it's a Gufa Kedusha, you no longer can use it for Chol, because Hazmana is somewhat Milsa. But it's not fully a milsa that will say that it's actually must be used for Sefer Torah. It could be used for Kedusha, even if it's a lower Kedusha, but it can't be used for Chol. It's like somewhere in the middle. By a bag for a Sefer Torah, by a bag for Tefillin, we say, Hasmana Lab Milsi at all, you could use it even for Chol until you put your Tefillin in. But over here where it's the Gufa Kedusha, it's the Klaf where you're gonna, you designated it for Kedusha already, so the Hasmana has a little more power that you can't use it for Chol, but you could still use it for a lower level Kedusha of Tefillin and Mezuzah. So let's go weiter now in Sipkaton Chavav. We're in the fifth line of Sipkaton Chavav. V'hanachon she'inhagu kein ha'sofrim l'chatchilo be'eshe mesimim ha'oros l'toch ha'sid she'yomru. The proper custom that the sofrim shedu l'chatchilo when they place the oros inside the lime when they're ready to start to eat, but this is what they should say. I am placing these leathers inside the lime. And I am making a condition. That when I want, I could change it and use it for anything. So that will be a stipulation. And then if you want to use it for chol, you can because you stipulated it. That's what you should say. I am doing this evil l'shem sefer Torah. And if I want, I could change it for chol. That leaves your options open. That's what one should do. What one shouldn't do is the next line. What you should not do is that which some so from I know like to say is the following. You shouldn't say, I'm doing the Ibud. You think you're doing better. You're being more specific. It's worse. You'll see why. You shouldn't say, I'm using this L'Shem Sefer Torah or Tefillin or Mezuzah or Dvar HaRashos. You shouldn't say that. 
Because then the Achronim are mislipping if it works at all as as an Ibu Shma. And why is that? If you look in the Bir Alacha, he explains, and then we'll see a note who explains it a little more. If you look at the Bir Alacha, over Shem Sefer Torah, the fourth wide line, the Bir Alacha says, Ayyem the Mishnah Brura, Vamashakasavnu, Sofrim. You shouldn't do like the Sofrim, I know like to say, I'm going to use it either for Sefer Torah, or Tfilin, or Mezuzah, or Dvarchol. Ayyem Shamatam, Dibida Oraisa, Kaimalon, Ain Brera. Because we hold by a Daraisa, which we're assuming now the Ibu the Shema is Daraisa. By Daraisa we say ain't Breira. Breira is I left my options open and I'm going to decide later what it is and it's going to work retroactively. So by Daraisa we hold ain't Breira. And if you're relying on Breira over here, because you didn't define in the beginning what it's for, you left your options open. So Daraisa we don't say Breira. So you can't retroactively define what you're doing it for. So even if at the end you choose to use it for Tefillin, you can't say retroactively it reveals that I put it in for Tefillin. Because ain't Breira Daraisa. And therefore you didn't do it. L'shem Tefillin. And that's going to be a problem. That's what the Bi'ar Lacha says. We'll see the note that explains it a little bit more in a second. Let's first finish the Bi'ar Lacha. But according to the Prima Gadam who says that the Ibu Shema is not the Arisa, it's only the Rabbanon, where we do say Yesh Breira, then you could be leaving B'Dievet V'tzarach in Lamaisa. But look at No. 49 where he just speaks out this Berlach a little bit more. Ubetama Dover, the reason why you shouldn't do this expression of I'm using it either for... Sefer Torah, or Tefillin, or Mezuzah, or Dvarachol, the Berlacha, which we just read, explains, Mishum Shebazet Tzarech Ledin Breira. Then you have to come on to the Din of Breira, Sherak Im Lubasof Asa Mena Oros Tefillin O Sefer Torah, because only then at the end, if you end up using these skins for the Tefillin or the Sefer Torah, Hufrer Hadover Shalashem Kach Ibdom. It reveals retroactively that, that you were tanning it for that purpose. The Kavan Shakaimalan Shabdaraisa in Brera, since we hold there is no prayer with the Araisa, Lo Hover Lashema Ibdam. So it doesn't work retroactively to say why you did it. Velo Khashiv Kanasilashma, it's not considered being doing the being done Lashma. But if you say I'm doing it Lashem Sefer Torah, and there's a Tnai, but if I want I could change it to use it for Dvarchol, so you did it Lashem Sefer Torah, which works. Mm-hmm. It doesn't rely on Breira. I'm doing the same Sefer Torah. I'm making a condition. If I want to change my mind and use it for Chol, I could. So you're leaving your options open, but if you end up using it for a Sefer Torah or for Tzvillam, like we said before, that would be considered fine without Breira. You're not coming out to Breira because you said you're doing the same Sefer Torah. Yes, Alex? Why, why in this case, you're probably not going to like the whole Breira business. Why, why in this case your, your words are worth something? Meaning you can make a recommendation of what you want to do as opposed to before that, that, uh, that even if you have your thoughts or, or you say I'm going to use this bag for the feeling and Basically, like oh, so that's what we just explained before. Because when you use your words just to designate a fill and bag, that's further removed from the kedusha. That's something that's housing the kedusha. It's not the kedusha itself, and therefore, there we hold hasmana, the preparation, what you designated as lav milsi is nothing till you actually use it for that purpose. But over here, where it's the gufa, this is the magen avraham just explained this. That was a note. Here you're using it for the gufa kedusha. It's not housing the kedusha. It is the kedusha. So there it's much more powerful and there your words have much more meaning. I understand, but, uh, it, but you can, you, based on, on how it's been explained, you can play with your words. So uh, I'm going to use it for this. Uh, to, okay, that, that's a tonight. That's how, that's how, that's how, that's how tonight. Your words are, are worth even less than before. 
Let's go weiter. We'll find it out afterwards. Let's go weiter. We are in, ready for Siv Koton Chav Zayin. So the Mechaber said at the end that if you do a L'Shem Tfilin or L'Shem Sevet Torah, it's okay. Avalim Ibdo L'Shem Mezuzah Pasal. But if you were an Abidah for Mezuzah, which is a lower level Kedusha than Tfilin, then it's Pasal. Says the Mishabur in Siv Koton Chav Zayin, V'lo Mahani Rak L'Mezuzah Bilvad. If you designated only that you did the evil of the shame mezuzah, it only works for mezuzah. The kedushasa kalamit tefillin, because the kedusha of mezuzah is a lower level kedusha than tefillin. Then ibed letefillin mahani afla mezuzah v'lo lesefer Torah. Now follows what we're saying in the Mechaber, that if you would do the tanning for tefillin, it will work for tefillin and mezuzah, which is the lower level kedusha. V'lo lesefer Torah, not for sefer Torah, which is a higher level kedusha. So it can always be used for a lower level Kedusha. It can never go to a higher level Kedusha. And that's how the Mechaber said, if you do it with Shem Sefer Torah, it works for Tefillin and Mezuzah also. And here the Mishnah Bru is saying, if you do it with Shem Tefillin, it will work for Tefillin and Mezuzah, but will not work for Sefer Torah, which is a higher level Kedusha. And then the Mishnah writes, Then Ibed HaOr L'Shem Ritzuos. Now if you tan the skins, L'Shem Ritzuos, to be the straps, Lo mahani lichto parshios alov im osa acharkach klaf mehem. If you decide then to use these skins to make klaf from it, it will not work to write the parshios on. Because the parshios are a higher level kedusha than the ritzuos. So even though it's within tefillah now, but if you had in mind to be ma'abidot l'shem the ritzuos, which is a lower level kedusha than the klaf of the parshios, you can't then use this klaf, this leather, to be the klaf for the parshios. That won't work. Because again, that's a higher level kedusha, which it won't work. And he says again, Lo Mahani in Ibed Haor the Shem Ritzuos Lo Mahani Lichto Parshios Alav Imas Achaka Klaf Mehem the Kedushas and Chamura because the Kedusha of the Klaf for the Parshios is a higher level Kedusha, so it's not good if you only have Kavana for the Ritzuos. Vafilu Lasos Mehen Or Batim and even these leathers that you had in mind to do the evil the Shem Ritzuos and you want to change it not for the Parshios to write them on but rather to use it for the Or of the Batim Yeshlom Nami Puzzle that's also going to be Puzzle if you had in mind for the Ritzuos you can't use it for the Batim the Kedushasan Chamura Mi because the Batim as we mentioned already previously is a high level Kedushan the Ritzuah so if you only put it in the, doing the evil the Shem the Ritzuah you can't then use the high level kedusha. For the bottom. What's clear from here, even though we, we discussed yesterday that, uh, what you write tefillin on, you can't write, you can't write, what you write a Stephen Torah on, you can't write tefillin on, and when you write mezuzah on, you can't write tefillin on, but apparently when you were doing the ibud, you were doing it before you cut it. Like yesterday we discussed the process of what exactly, what part you use for tefillin, what part you use for the mezuzah, but when you're tanning it, you're preparing it, it's still open for all the options. And therefore it's shy to say that I'm tanning a l'shem Stephen Torah, you can still use it for tefillin because you could cut it in the proper way and make it used for, for tefillin, or for mezuzah, whatever you want to use it for, because that's the process that's correct, Avram? That you're doing it after after the tanning, you designate it for what you're using it for, and you prepare the actual leather for which section you're using, for whether it's the tefillin or the mezuzah or the sefer Torah, and therefore it's child to discuss when you're doing the ibud, what exactly you had in your mind, because it's open for all the possibilities, b'shas the ibud. That is the end of halacha ches. Okay, let's now begin halacha tes. Halacha tes, the Mechaber says, in Ibdo Eno Yehudi, let's say a guy does the tanning for you. Rambam Pasul Afilu Omarlo Yisrael La This 
Machlokas should sound familiar from way back in Hilchos Tzitzis. We had the same exact Machlokas in the Machaber and Simon Yudalef when it came to the spinning of the strings. If you ask the Goy to do it, we have Machlokas, the Rambam and the Rush. It's the same Machlokas over here. The Rambam says over here that if a Goy does the Ibud as possible, even if the Jew is standing over him and telling him to be Ma'abid al-Shma, it's no good. And according to the rush, it will be okay if the guy does the ibud, as long as the Jew is standing over him telling him to do it l'shma, and he's helping as well. He says two things. One is he tells him to do l'shma. We, we already probably discussed this earlier. We'll, we'll reference back our machlokas to then. But the rush says that if the Jew is standing over the guy when he does it, and the Jew is helping him, it's going to be good. And the Ramah adds on, The Jew helps a little bit in the... Sorry. The Jew helps a little bit in the tanning. And if you just turn the page, the Ramah ends off and says, That is our minog, Which is where we have the same achlokas between the Rambam and the Rush when it comes to the tviya of the strings for the titsis. So let's see the Mishabura over here in Sif Chavches. And we're going to see a very interesting machlokas, I believe, between the Mishabura and the Chazanish. So the Mishabura explains on that which we say, that if the Rambam is going to be puzzle, even if the Jew is standing over him telling him to do the Shema, why is the puzzle if the Rambam? The Svira Leila HaRambam, because the Rambam is of the opinion, the Akum Osa Adaita Danashe, the guy does what he wants to do. Even though the guy says, yes, I'm doing what you told me to do. You told me to do Lishma. Yes, I'm doing Lishma. It's very nice that the guy says that. But it ain't piv velivo shavim His mouth and his heart are not equal with this. He's telling you one thing and he's doing something else. So even though the guy says, yes, I am doing as you are commanding me to, to put it in the line, Lishma, we don't believe him. He's not doing Lishma. That's what the Rambam says. And therefore... You can stand on your head, you can tell him whatever you want to tell him. If the guy is doing it, it's no good, says the Rambam. Aval Harosh Svirulay, the Rush disagrees, and he holds. The Kavan Shu Omid al Gabo, since you are standing over him Bitrila in the beginning, Baesha Mesim Haoro Satochasid, at the time that he's putting the leathers inside the lime, the Omerlo, and you're telling him Shayid name Oz Latochasid Lishma. You're committing him right now for this moment that you're putting it inside the city should be put in the Shma. And all we need in the mind of the guy is for five seconds to have in mind that he's doing the Shema. We're not asking a lot from him. It's those five seconds when he's putting in the Oros into the line that he's doing the Shema. He listens to the Jew for that small amount of time. And he's putting it in the Shema. He's putting it in the shame, the mitzvah of, t- of Tfilin, and therefore it's going to be okay, Lafi the Rush. Avo, however, continues in the Shabura, But if the Jew standing over him just thinks in his heart that it should be Lashma, he doesn't tell the guy to do it, Lomhani, that obviously won't help. And even if he says in the to do a Lashma, so long the Jew is standing far away from him, the and he's not teaching him to do it the right way. According to the rush, you have to be there. It does not help if you're off to the side screaming it out to him. It doesn't help if you're thinking it inside. The only way we're still feel the rush is if you're standing over him, telling him right before, put it in Lishma, and he says he's doing it Lishma, then we assume he is listening to you according to the rush, and he's doing it Lishma. Sounds for the Mishabura that the kavana of Lishma of the guy is what's being pulled over here. That's what's working. The Lishma is the Lishma of the guy. If you look at note 39, 
The Chazanish learns very differently what's going on over here when we're going to the rush. The Chazanish writes, and he says the same thing also by the Tfia earlier. Even the the rush, the machshav the guy is worthless. The machshava of the guy is worthless. It sounds from the Mishavur, the machshava of the guy was what's making a lishma. Zat the chazanish, it's not the machshava of the guy that's doing anything over here. Rather, since it's recognizable that the first job that the guy is doing, he's doing it because of the command of the Israel. This action that's being done is misyaches. It, it, it extends back to the Jew. As if, it's not really a din shlichus, but it's as if the guy is doing it as a shlichus of the Jew. And what does that accomplish? And what's working over here is the machshava of the shma of the Jew. It's the maisa the guy is doing by the command of the Jew that's being misyaches back to the Jew and combining with the kavanah of the Jew. So Zat Chazanish, it's not the kavanah of the guy that's doing anything. It's the Jew saying it should be lishma and telling the guy to do it. The guy is listening to the command of the Jew. So combining the guy's listening to the Jew and doing it is misyaches the action back to the Jew. And therefore the machshava of the Jew that should be lishma is what's working over here. Which would not be the case if it's an extended Misa. Here he's just dropping it in, it's a one second Misa. But if it would be an extended Misa, that would be different. There the command of the sender of the Jew is not recognizable. And you can't say there that the action carries back and it's Misyaches back to the Jew. It sounds to me that the Mishabura and the Chazanish are arguing over here. That the Mishabura for some reason believes that when a Jew commanded to do a Lashma, he's doing a Lashma, and that's what accomplishes the Shema for this, for this Ibud. The Ibud is being done Lashma by the Kavana of the Goy. It sounds in the Chazanish that the Goy's Kavana can't accomplish anything. We need a Jew's Kavana. The only thing that's happening with the Goy is that by you commanding the Goy to do it, that allows your Machshav Lashma to connect to his Maisa. Because since he's doing the Maisa because you commanded him to do it, that can join together with your Machshav and it's your Machshav that's combining to do it Lashma. Very interesting machlokas between the Mishabura and the Chazanish. Exactly the mechanics of how this is working in the Shema when the Jew is instructing the guy to feed the rush. This is all machlokas seemingly in the rush. and the Rambam, none of this works. And the Rambam doesn't work when the guy is doing the Lashma. Apparently, even Lafid the Chazanish, Lafid the Rambam, that's not going to work. The Jew has to be doing the, the Maisa with the, with the Machshava together. You can't combine the two things according to the Rambam. But according to the rush, that's the machlokas, the Mishabura and the Chazanish. He asked why we're not worried the guy's going to do it l'shem da avodah zara. I mean, that's, what the, that's I guess what the Rambam is worried about. I mean, he's not worried about avodah zara. Just we don't trust. We don't trust. Well, we just don't trust. We don't just trust. No, we don't trust him. He's not saying what he is doing. He's just he's telling you he's doing l'shma. He's not doing l'shma. Just canning the leather. I mean, do we always suspect that a guy is doing like you know the guy is walking and kicking a pebble? Right. Could be if it's not. Right. Right. Again, David's assuming that the, that uh, goyim don't tan leather for the avodah zara. If that's true, you're right. If there is a form of avodah zara that way, then right. yeah. Okay. I, I think I think I, I, I agree with you. But I think his question more is just really what you're asking is how is the rush trusting the guy? How is the rush trusting the guy? Which which is very good to feed the chazanish. 
Because the, the Rosh is not trusting the guy. According to the Chazanish, we're not really trusting the guy. The Rosh is just saying that by the guy doing the maister that the Jew told him, that's good enough to combine with the machshava of the Jew. So it's, the question is only the Mishabura. The Chazanish is avoiding that because the question is on the Mishabura. If we're understanding the Mishabura correctly, which it sounds like he's saying, right? Because otherwise we don't need the Chazanish, unless he's just explaining the Mishabura, which is possible. But it sounds like they're saying two different things. So your question is the Mishabura, how are we just trusting this guy that he's doing the Lishma? Whether it's Avodah Zara, whatever he has in his mind. How, how do we trust him? But it sounds like the Mishabura, let's read one more Mishabura, where it sounds like that as well. And then we'll uh, leave it over for tomorrow. The last Mishabura we'll do for today is Chav Tes, the last one on the page. It says, the, the Ramah added on, that the Jew has to help him a little bit. Even if the Jew only helped out a little bit at the end of the Ibud. Even if the way he helps out is only together with the guy, he doesn't do anything on his own, he helps out at the end together with the guy, that's going to be enough. The This that the Jew has to help out is only for extra credit. It's for a mitzvah ba'alma. But according to the rush, even if he doesn't help, it's okay. And that's the shitaso that we had earlier by the tviya as well. We said it's good for the Jew to help out, but even if he doesn't, it's okay with the Evid. Here the Mishnah says it again straight up. He says the guy. I dated the Israel based on the das of the Israel who's commanding him to do the Shema. He does it. So it sounds very clear from the Mishibura, not like the Chazanish. The Mishibura is understanding that we're using the guy's Lishma. So therefore, even if the Jew doesn't actually help him, which would be the best way, but it would be okay with the Evid because the guy, we believe, Lafida Rosh, is listening to the Jew's command to do Lishma and he's doing Lishma and Lafida Mishibura. That Lishma is the Lishma of the Ibud. We'll stop here and we'll continue Mitzvah Shem. The rest of the sif and a few more sifim tomorrow night in Mitzvah Shem. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics or to hear an eon shear on any dafin Shas, including Myra McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.